Here, we'll just we'll just uh kind of go into it. Show, bro. All right, but you have it ready just in case. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just in case you do want to pop it out. <clears throat> We're talking about the song here, so take it yeah. easy. <laughs> Bro, man, you move pretty fast on our first date, bro. Like, shit. Welcome to Conversations from a Room. This is episode eight, and I'm sitting here with a very special friend of mine. Yo, yo. <laughs> Yes, that's that's him there. What's good? No, no, you're like the only one that's gonna be calling me No in, in uh, California right now. Wait, why doesn't anyone ever call you No anymore? Because No is like me in, in Miami elementary school, middle school. Uh, I would, I was kind of didn't I didn't like my name when I was young. My real name is Enoch, and I thought like, oh, no, that's a biblical character. People are gonna think I'm nerds. I'm a nerd. So you know, it's funny. <laughs> I remember I didn't. I forgot that your name was actually pronounced Enoch because it's spelled E-N-O-C. And I remember... Oh, God. <laughs> I remember thinking, no, it's not It's not Enoch. It's Eno, for sure. Why would it be Enoch? And then you said, no, it's Enoch. And I was like, no, that's terrible. <laughs> I no deceived way. you, bro. Yeah, you, yeah. You know why you believe that? Because I used to tell everyone, no, the C is silent. It's Eno. So even teachers, teachers would be like, uh, Enoch... And I wouldn't raise my hand. Like, yeah. I wouldn't raise my hand. And then, yeah, Enoch, yeah. my name is Eno. It's not Enoch. The C is silent. It's definitely a very, <laughs> a very, it's a very, it's a very different name. You never, I don't think I've ever met another Eno or Enoch or any other alien name. It's not name. common. It's well, 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 remember, people used to get my name confused. It was with a K. So they used to say Kristen. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, remember that? that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kristen Lugo. Yeah. You used, used to get mad too. You used to get mad. Uh, I, do, I used to get mad. Now I embrace it. Yeah. Usually they say my name and now I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. You got to embrace yourself. Yeah, bro. So that's what, that's what, that's what happened when I came here. I realized like, I'm, my name is such, it's such more different than Eno mm -hmm. and it, it impacts people when I say, hey, hi, nice to meet you. My name is Enoch. Like, oh, wow, that's a cool name rather than hi, nice to meet you. My name is Eno. Mm -hmm. Oh, what gang are you in? Like, no, I'm not in a gang. <laughs> So what my family calls me. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, not a lot of people call me Eno, bro. It's How do you like spell your last name? Aguado, like Agua, A-G-U-A-D. Agua okay. is A-G-U-A. And then Do, like D, O, Aguado. Well, welcome to the show, Eno. Woo! Thank you for having me, bro. So you say people, so don't, good. people don't call you Eno, then what do they call you then? Like on the sh like anywhere else? Enoch. Oh, e oh, so you've, you've just changed it to Enoch now. Yeah, man. I went from P. Diddy to Diddy. Or, you know, oh, kidding. what's it going to be in like another 10 years? <laughs> Yo, I honestly, just E? I honestly think it's going to be E, bro. E? Yeah. That's cool, man. I, I like that. The reason why is because like for some reason people keep on cutting off uh, words you know, or letters. I'm just going to start calling weird. you Knock. Knock. And yeah. then when I walk in, I'm going to be like, Knock, Knock. <laughs> I'm Yo. so glad you laughed at that Yo. because not even my father would. <laughs> That's ter That's a terrible joke. Yo, you know what? You know it's hilarious because the reason why I find that funny is because that's how I get people to understand how to pronounce my name. So I say E, e. like the letter E, mm -hmm. knock on mm -hmm. your front door. I mean, it's not very hard to begin with. But... No, you'll be surprised, bro. Yeah. Enoch. Yeah, that's true. Eggnog. I'm just gonna call you eggnog. Enos, like yeah. yo, oh, no, I'm eggnog's fine. I'm telling you, bro, that you'll be surprised at what people, what people's creative minds. Well, people think. just call me Lugo, so that's a fire. Anyways, a fire we name. know each other from back in the early 2000s. Was it elementary or middle? Elementary school. Damn, son. Uh, into middle school. Crazy. And I don't think we've seen each other. What I want to say, ten years? Eighth grade, bro. Yeah, it's been a long time, man. It's crazy. I'm so nervous right now. Our history is that we met each other in in middle school, and we used to do theater together. Was it middle or elementary? I think it was middle. Did, did you go to uh, Mr. Max class? Oh, it was elementary. South Miami Elementary. You were Mr. Yeah. Max drama, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who screamed a lot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you were there. Yeah, yeah. He was crazy. Yeah. He threw a book one time. He fucking put me on the wall. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. He threw you against the wall. He picked me up off we my were, feet. We were probably the two most annoying kids yeah, in class. That's why we were best friends. Yeah, because we were like super energetic. 
We used to do a lot of that. You brought a snake to school one day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn. I, I'll never forget that. I'll wait, never... Wait, create, I'll, uh, recreate that or correct yourself. I brought two snakes that day. <laughs> well, we're not talking... We're only talking about the one in your backpack. Okay, take it easy. Oh, That's a dick joke. Anyways, um, so I wanted to ask you, when did you move to Los Angeles? Because I moved here 2015. I moved right after high school, 2011. I graduated 2010 and moved here 2011 um, to go to music school and get away from Miami because Miami was putting me in a bad place, bro. Yeah, I was that's doing, what a lot of people say. Doing bad things, bro, at a young age, mm-hmm. like too young. Like what rock you star, rock star lifestyle, bro, 16 years old. Crazy rock star shit. lifestyle? Yeah, bro. Well, tell me all about it. I wasn't doing any of that. I was living like the ABC family lifestyle. <laughs> I have memories, bro, being 16 years old, going to, uh, it was a club called Nocturnal, right? It used to be right next yeah, to I Space. Yeah, Nocturnal, yeah, for sure. Bro, I was cool as fuck with the bouncer. Was right that in South Beach? Right next to Space, like current Space right now, you know Space? No, space. Oh, in Win- Winwood. Uh, 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 it's in downtown Space, it's like where they shot Bad Boys 2 in the beginning of the movie where they throw the- Best damn, movie ever, how can I forget? Throw the do- dead body in the trash can. Oh, yeah. That's that's Club Space. That's exactly okay. <laughs> Michael Bay was like, I need to get this shot at Space. <laughs> yeah, bro. Because Space that's is really renowned for crazy parties, bro. Everybody's on ecstasy and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we would go to this club, mind you, underage, mm-hmm. right? And we would just show up with money and we'll be like, yo, pay the bouncer off 50 bucks per head per person who's underage and we'll give them another 100 bucks to bring us a little catcher of ice and a catcher of ice into the club, we'll bring our own bottles. I'll I'll be the bottle sneaker. I had bottles in my fucking pants. Like, wait, can I curse here? Is that okay? Yeah. Um, Are you gonna bleep it out? I was gonna send this to your parents, but it's fine. It's too oh, late for God. that now. Oh God! Whoa, my mom. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> so just say, whatever you can say to your mom, you can say on this podcast. So, oh, my mom has gone through the worst. So okay, she I guess me. I guess there's no rating here <laughs> yeah, then, folks. She's gonna forgive. You can say whatever you want. She's already okay. forgive me. She's like Jesus Christ. She'll forgive everything. Yeah, I, mean, I remember your mom. She was a sweet lady. Mm-hmm. You cared about you a lot. Really awesome, bro. So yeah, man. Like just as a kid, growing up, doing things that I shouldn't have, sneaking into clubs and uh, selling drugs and doing drugs and taking LSD, taking mushrooms and uh, ecstasy at ages that you shouldn't be introduced to these drugs. I started yeah, yeah. smoking weed at thirteen, did cocaine for the first time at was uh, sixteen years old. First time doing ecstasy was sixteen. Jeez. First time, yeah. Doing so mush- you, you really you really went full throttle like. I right was, away. Bro, I was 18 years old making $4,000 a week, bro. Wait, were you selling these things? Hell yeah, bro. Oh my gosh. I was, when I was 14, I was just discovering like... No, I was not 14. Oh, how old were you, you said? 18, 18. 18? But still, I mean, Crazy. man, when I was 18, I... I, I I would go to the park at night to drink a beer by myself. You know? <laughs> like that was it. Yeah, it was crazy. Bro, I bought my own car. I totaled one car, bought another car. Jesus, it's crazy. Man, the only thing I can afford is a bicycle, and that's now, <laughs> and I'm 27. <laughs> that's insane. It's crazy. So yeah, I I realized first the person that I was at the time. I was very manipulated by media. And well, it, you know what it was, it man. Was You've crazy. like I think we, we can, the reason why we were attracted to each other. Uh, not physically, but also emotionally. It's because yeah, don't get me excited, bro. Yeah, <laughs> it's because you're you're an artist. I mean, like you 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 revolve around art. You do things that are artistic. You know, you you can sing, you can dance. Maybe Thanks, I haven't bro. seen you dance in a while. You used to do hip hop, right? Yeah, bro. yeah, 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 yeah. We used Pop to do we used to do tap dancing, yeah. bro. Come okay. on. There's certain things you can't say on this <laughs> podcast. One of them is curse in front of your mother, and the other one. Is include the fact that we used to tap dance and ballet. Yeah, oh, we did all that. So we, we did, did we, ballet, we did the theater bro. together. Yeah, but yeah, the but theater, you're, a wonder, you're a wonderful actor. You have a lot of a lot of like energy and a lot of charisma. Thanks, and, I, bro. and I'm glad that you're still pursuing that. Absolutely, man. Yeah, it, yeah. And luckily, I was able to awaken myself and and snap out of it, bro. Because I looked at myself in the mirror one day and I'm like, who? I am need I? dreadlocks. Yeah, I need dreadlocks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you said. <laughs> Actually, fair enough. I wanted dreads at 13 because yeah. of Bob Marley. I wanted. So how long how long did it take you to grow up for those? Those of you who can't see Enoch right now, or Nock, or Eno, or E, what should I call you? I don't even know what to call you anymore. <laughs> I always tell people, I'm gonna call you Eno because that's what I know. Yeah, you run with what you feel comfortable. Uh, that's I what like, I tell people. Like yeah. whatever your creativity comes up with, like 
That's what Jesus, I Jesus, bro, you're going to have 37 names. Yeah, you got to choose yeah. one. Hey, man, I'm just trying to make people happy, bro. At one point, you're just going to be like Prince. Your name's just going to be a symbol. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be like yeah. a, a drawing. That would be cool. But yeah, uh, yeah, he's got very long dreads. And uh, he looks, he, he looks, he looks very, he looks like in the, in the time of age of an artistic being, I guess. Thank you, man. You know, I it's appreciate got, it. I even told him earlier, you look like the number three guy with dreadlocks who skateboards in a Pepsi commercial. <laughs> Casting call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ready to book yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Well, it's, 18 was like the enlightened moment of change that made me drive myself to California. So I moved here at 19 years old. At 18, I was already like, boom, I need to change my life. I went through all that craziness from the age of like 14 to 17, like those those years were really crazy, bro. And and I, I eighteen was like awakening, enlightenment. Yo, you need to get out of Miami ASAP. And I moved out, chased my dreams. And you got out. into music. I mean, you took it to a whole new level because you yeah. were. I guess you never really thought about getting. I mean, at least I never would have considered you getting to the position where you are now in like the music field because I didn't know that you were so like passionate about it bro yeah i mean the way it happened was i realized what made me the way i was what made me fall deep in that hole of like crazy party life and drug dealing and i'm like it was the music the Mm -hmm. music uh, in radio what do you hear on radio miami it's like I got three chains, drugs, parties, strippers. Ah. I've I've only you know listened to Radio Disney since I was like twenty. So, Shut the fuck <laughs> up, bro. Are you kidding? Do you remember Radio Disney? No, you don't listen to Power ninety six. I'm getting on Power ninety six, <laughs> bro. So at, at my age at the time with like drug dealing and being mm-hmm. a gangster thug, like that was the cool thing. Everybody was wearing tall tees in the music videos. You mm-hmm. know, I I wanted to be like the guys in the music videos. Sure, sure, so sure. Yeah. I just followed. Like I listened to Young Jeezy. All mm-hmm. he talks about is drug dealing mm-hmm. and how to drug deal successfully without mm-hmm. getting caught. And I would listen to these songs, and it would be like my Bible, bro. Mm-hmm. Like how to how how I even learned how to cut cocaine and make more money from cocaine through listening to music. So I'm like, oh my god, music has that power. To make me this way, I can make music to influence people's lives for the greater good, bro. Wow. So I'm at that moment, like I'm that. like, music is the most powerful thing. Music changed conscious minds. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, whatever music you listen to, I'm sorry, whoever's listening to, you are a reflection of the music you listen to. What I'm trying to say is the, the music really influences your character. Sure, yeah. And, and it, it's, it's re- really obvious to see. And mm-hmm. I realized that at a young age, so I'm like, I got to make music to inspire people and make people aware of certain things that I'm starting to become aware of. You know. So how do you categorize your music now? How do you... So now... What type of genre would you explain your... I, I, I'm for, like, for people who haven't heard you yet. Okay, so uh, what I have out now, like currently, is like... Reggaeton, Spanish music, mm-hmm. over. Are there are there are there artists that you can like relate to? Oh yeah, for sure. Cause it, my style singing, I incorporate what I like from different artists and I put it together. Mm-hmm. So uh, instead of let's say a typical reggaeton song will have a feature of three different artists, mm-hmm. each one of those artists will have their own style, their own flavor, their own flow, and it's three different people. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm doing all those three different styles, and it's just me, one person. Yeah. A, a verse, I'll rap in a certain way or sing in a certain way. The hook, I'll sing a certain way, and I layer my vocals like they do in Spanish songs where it's like Azuna, Bad Bunny, and J Balvin. Mm-hmm. Azuna's the top melody, uh, Bad Bunny is the low, and J Balvin is the mid. I can, I'm, I'm stacking all of them. And I I'm can doing tell that a lot in your in that last song, Los Pasamos Bien. Yeah, Los Pasamos Bien. Los Pasamos Bien. <laughs> there you go. I got Close it. enough. Which is, we had a good time, right? We had a good time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. you can tell in that song, you hit different levels within it. And it shares the emotions of each of each chorus of each you know and yeah you kind of you kind of play you, you kind of play along different with it. characters yeah. different delivery different actual characters and different ways that i pronounce uh, words now yeah. was this inspired by your old tap dancing career <laughs> in middle school the way uh, that you can come up and down and <laughs> use certain I don't think aspects yo so, <laughs> tap dancing is yeah. yo actually it's really cool it, it's still with me today, bro. Matter of fact, I was in Whole Foods today, tap dancing, like shuffle, ball, yeah. ball change. Yeah, because we have, it's, it's, we're like Energizer bunnies, man. We can't stop moving. Rachel tells me all the time, you're like 
a boy stuck in a man's body. That's it, bro. Yeah, I, yeah. I get I get depressed if yeah. I don't if I'm not moving and doing things. Uh-huh. Like literally, if I'm if I'm just stagnant, I become sad, depressed. There's something around with me. Yeah, I got yeah. a fever. I got a cold. Yeah. Got... So 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 you use work as like a. Uh... Do you use like nine work? to five work or like like dreams and work? No, I'm five. saying I'm saying your job, like your work as an your as an artist. Okay, yeah. You, I'm, what I'm trying to say is, you keep busy as a way to, to like escape, bro. Escape, yeah. Almost yeah. like, like for me, I like to keep busy because I, I I need to I need to have some sort of I need to keep moving. You know what I mean? I I feel I feel uneasy sometimes. So sometimes I'll just I need to write you know like I'll, I'll start writing like a short or, or a sketch or mm-hmm. I'll, I'll you know I'll, I'll do an, a podcast episode I'll, I'll go out and I'll go I'll do something to keep my mind busy because I feel like your mind is constantly moving around mm-hmm. so you almost have to you almost like to work you're obsessed with work, creating art and creating stuff because it, there's like this this drum inside you that keeps beating and you have to listen to it so you have to keep going you have to keep pursuing expression it. bro yeah exactly it's expression you mm-hmm. have these emotions and feelings you just want to get out yeah and yeah a lot yeah. of the time is like um going back to what type of music i'm making mm-hmm. it really depends on how i'm feeling sometimes mm-hmm. i do feel in that mode where i want to party and mm-hmm. i want to have fun so yeah yeah which uh, is good it's which healthy I, you know I'll, I'll make a song to a certain degree <laughs> yeah to a certain degree yeah. for sure yeah i'll do a song that might promote not so of a healthy lifestyle mm-hmm. you know talking about eating mushrooms or something mm-hmm. uh opening your third eye you mm-hmm. know that's not probably not acceptable in society mm-hmm. but uh that's something that i'll i'll sing about because i feel that i feel that mm-hmm. like uh, this girl that i'm hanging out with she wants to take shrooms and open up her third eye so we'll so we'll talk about that uh, mm-hmm. smoking weed going to amsterdam or whatever mm-hmm. and that's the song other mm-hmm. times i'm singing a song that's just love and mm-hmm. uh me having to let go of past emotions letting mm-hmm. go of my ex-girlfriend and bringing in the new love of my life and it, it fluctuates and it's all like you said expressing the emotion that I go through and that's like my outlet. It's like, yeah, see, I, 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 I can really relate to that. Cause I've been lately, I've been writing a lot of like, you know, sketches or shorts, you know, for acting stuff. Cause I, you know, I want to be able to create my really own cool, content. Man. Real cool. And what I'm obsessed with is not just using the same colors each time. You know what I mean? Like, sure. I could, you know, you could do songs about like having a good time and partying on all that. But you also want to show people a different side. Yeah. A different side. You want to get sentimental. You want to. You want to be able to to, to paint the whole spectrum. You know what I mean. You want to be able to fill Absolutely, the entire wall. Bro. You don't just do a corner here and a corner there. You want to fill it from from the floor to the ceiling. Nice. I like that. No, and I totally, I totally relate to that. My my thing now is incorporating as many genres as possible and mixing them together. So the the latest. Uh, the newest song that's coming out for uh, Valentine's Day. What's it called? Otra Mujer, which means other woman. It's about me letting go of my ex-girlfriend. Ex-girlfriend, don't bother me. Don't text me. Don't send me, men- don't send me mensajes. That's and funny. this song is done. You it's, just, it's done. It's right it now. It hasn't right come now. out yet. I'm mixing it right now, mastering it right now. Uh, Do you have it now? Yeah, matter of fact, look, let's play it. So th- this song uh, is a mix of a whole bunch of genres. I have a Spanish, a Spanish reggaeton, salsa in certain points, uh, like singing wise, vocally. Mm-hmm. But the production is very trap. But mm-hmm. the sounds are funk, mm-hmm. bass, funky, funky, funky bass, uh, funky guitar, and it's these genres all mixed together. So. Let's just check it out real quick. I want to play a little second. So can I play this song at the end of the of the end of the show? Uh, I actually 
don't want to give out the whole song yet. Oh, I, be- I want, before I want before Valentine's snippet right there, and then that snippet if it, if that attracts the listener to go check it out on Valentine's Day, Ellie Nokiang, Instagram, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes. They're cool. If not. That's all you're gonna hear. Can I play one of your songs at the end of the show? Oh yeah, for sure. You I was thinking uh, "Lo Pasamos Bien." That's the first single. That's yeah. the one that put me into like the market. Like, boom! This is who I am. I'm this artist. This is the sound I'm delivering, and boom! Here I am. Like that was the the, the first one that I decided. Like, I finally know me as an artist, mm-hmm. and that's why I waited so many years to release a song officially. Because I was unsure of myself, mm-hmm. even though I was, yo, you hear songs before and they're bangers, bro. They're really cool, but it's just not what I'm wanting to do as like me as an artist. What's your sort of biggest fear when it comes to releasing a song that it's not gonna do well or people aren't gonna? I don't like have it? fears. I don't have fears with with, with that shit at all. Uh, Actually, really? Yeah, you're, I, you're super super confident. Not that I'm super confident. Is that I like it. If I'm releasing something, it's because I like it, that's, and I don't care what it. anybody. That like, is it. I don't care what that's, you think. That's the ticket, isn't yeah, it? Like, isn't it? If you like it, if your friends like it, that's it. Even if my friends don't like it, I don't care. I like that. That's, I like it. That's and beautiful, it man. It hits my soul. It makes my hair stand up. Mm-hmm. If it's making my hair stand up, mm-hmm. I don't care what the person thinks at all because I know for sure if it makes my hair stand up, there's going to be people out there who it's going to make their hair stand Damn, up too. That's, you know, so... That's motivating, man. So, honestly, because I have so many fears about something not working or it's just not going to hit the right mm-hmm. note or it's just not going to... It's, it's No one's going to get it. You're wasting you know? time. Yeah, it's true. Those negative thoughts are getting you nowhere. Just do it. They're just holding you back, bro. It's That's, just like there's no point into thinking thoughts that are going to make you backtrack. Thank you, man. Thank you for that. Yeah. This is for me, by the way. That was perfect. <laughs> yeah. Bro. All right, dude. So this is the theme of the of the podcast. Let's go. I like to talk to people about films. Mm-hmm. I talk to people about music. Obviously, we're going to do that. And then we talk about literature. You know, some books that you read that you can recommend. Um, my main thing is I ask people, we first talk about films. I wanted to get people together cause I love movies. I love, you know, Hollywood, the whole aspect of it. That's why I moved out here. And I like to ask people, uh, what's your favorite movie of all time? What's the worst movie Damn. you've ever seen? Okay. And the last movie you saw that blew you away. All right. The f- favorite movie of all time. Yeah. Let's hear it. Interstellar. Interstellar? Yeah, bro. Christian Nolan, uh, Matthew McConaughey, all that. Matthew McConaughey, bro. Damn, Yo, dude. I love that movie That's so much, bro. That's a good fucking It's movie. a great movie. It's like... Have you heard the score for the movie, uh, Hans Zimmer? Do you bro, like Hans Zimmer? Of course. Oh, good. Because so, you're a musician, so you know. My my mentor, Joshua Dittruyo, uh, I love you, God bless you. He you have a is, mentor? He's the one that made me understand production to what I know today. If it mm-hmm. wasn't for him, I learned more by his side than I did at the Musician Institute. Really? I went to school for audio engineering. Great. Bro, I learned 10 times more than I learned in that school that I paid 25000 for. I'm still in debt today with next to that man. And luckily, that, yeah, I, I met the perfect time, perfect guy at the perfect time, and he really blessed me to the knowledge that I have today, which allows me to produce my own stuff and work with other producers, record my own stuff, mix my own stuff, and th- thankfully for him, I'm the person I am or artist I am today. Yeah. What's his name again? Joshua Dittrio. Go check them out. JDX. JDX Music. Awesome, man. So why Interstellar, though? Let's get back to that. All right, Interstellar. Why? Because there are real scientific theories mm-hmm. that are used into that film. Mm-hmm. One being the string theory. Sure. The string theory, if you don't know, is Albert Einstein. So you read about wormholes and whatnot, and you're interested in them? 100%, yeah, yeah. bro. Because they are real. 100%. It, one is super, I feel, real from personal experience. Mm-hmm. String theory. The string theory is... That there are multiple realities. Sure. That are... I saw Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse. <laughs> <laughs> Alternate universes. Sure, sure. Alternate universes that exist in real time. Yeah. And depending on your decisions is mm-hmm. the reality that you fall on. So here we are now. Currently now we're sitting at this table, we're talking, and your decisions tomorrow, today, will discern your destiny. Right? And these choices are real places and time so if you decide 
hey, I want to do this and that and become a nurse. What you're in an alternate universe, you're a nurse. If you decide I'm not going to become a nurse and I want to uh, study and become a philosopher or whatever, then in an alternate universe, you're a philosopher. And these places and decisions are actual real places in time in alternate universes, the string theory, infinite, infinite amount of alternate realities. I like to think I'm at my peak of my ultimate universes and everyone else is just living on the streets. <laughs> Damn, man. <laughs> I don't want I don't want my alternate universe to be better than I am. I want to be the best of my alternate universe people. <laughs> well, uh, with great intuition, you're absolutely right. You are living the best life of you. That's with perfect intuition. You got to have the intuition so perfect. Yeah, yeah. You're living the best version of you. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I strive for. Yeah, I strive that is true. The better me tomorrow. I want to carry that on to my children. <laughs> I want to tell them you can be and do whatever you want. Just be the best of what you want to be you know what i mean be you don't have to be within the best. yourself yeah be the be, like just be the person you want to be you'd be the the best the best person you can be you know what i mean within yourself yeah yeah well, like for sure just for sure strive for the best version of you yeah 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 so the string theory applies to that mm-hmm. there's multiple uh, alternate universes but one destiny and depending on your choices is the destiny that you land on Mm -hmm. that movie shows the string theory in in a way where he goes to the 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 library of books and he's Mm -hmm. going through the strings and going through time yeah Yeah. i'm like dude this is spot on that's insane spot on and uh it's it's it shows that the only thing that could travel through space and time is love that's crazy interstellar i haven't got all my hair stood up right now just saying that like no no here's the thing though man like that that movie is great i think that movie all-time favorite no no it actually that it's so funny that movie it was like 50 50 some people didn't really like it because i think they didn't understand understand it it, yeah and i think it was kind of confusing and long 100 percent. you have to be conscious and people who liked it loved it and i thought it was amazing i love that movie yeah I think it's awesome. You have to be spiritually inclined to understand that movie. For I sure. think so, yeah, for sure. Because it's more than just science. It's it's so much more than that. It's science mixed with spirituality. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that is the only thing that's going to take this world to the next level is understanding that our spirituality is science. There's actual things that apply to our science that like God and, and science together will take us to, to the next level. But people are like, no. It's only science and science and scientific. Uh, and people are like, no, religion, religion, religion is the only way. But it, no, it's together, man. It's together. But yeah, that's another conversation. I believe in the theory that, uh, you know, that last scene in Men in Black where we're all just in a bunch of marbles in an alien's hand. Yeah, that's just we're all just in a, we're all just living in a in a big bowl of marbles. <laughs> Probably, man. <laughs> we don't know. Do you know they're making a new Men in Black movie? Yeah, I'm excited yeah. for yeah, that. Yeah, me man. too. I'm it so good. excited for Yeah, that, yeah, Chris man. Hemsworth. It's going to be cool, man. The other awesome cool girl. I forget her name. I'm so sorry. I'll have to edit it in here. <laughs> All right, so what's probably like the worst movie you've ever seen? Oh, or or like a guilty pleasure movie. Like a movie you want to be like, look, I, I know this is a terrible movie, but I want to put it on and just watch it. I know people hate it or it's super cheesy, but I love it. It's my guilty pleasure film. Uh, shit, I don't even know. You know what's funny? This is really this question's always really hard for people because I feel like for most people they can't really think of a, a movie that they remember that's so. Because t- for me, I love watching like really bad movies, and because it's fun. give me an example. Like, what do you mean uh, you're, a bad you, movie, bro? Okay, like, you ever see? Because I don't like watching bad movies. That's the thing. I watch so many movies. Did you see? Uh, did you see Venom? Okay, yeah. Some people thought it was bad. I thought it was okay. It wasn't I thought it was horrible. okay. But it wasn't horrible. But it's like it's there's certain scenes in it that are just cheesy as fuck. Like, what? Like, oh, it's cheesy, super cheesy. Like, did they not book the right actors? Yeah. Oh, but Tom Hardy was great. In yeah, it, though, he right? he was great. He yeah, killed yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, He killed it. I just feel like certain yeah. things, certain ways, the the delivery. It For was example, super... another great example is Triple uh, X, Wizard oh, of Tanner Cage. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Fast yeah. and the Furious. There you go. That's that's a great one. The, That's what people always people not the always first, say that. not the first one, not the second one, yeah, but yeah. the newer like, one. Like the newer ones, yeah, like, for sure. With this. Yo, come on, like yo, I can't even stand twenty minutes in there. Yeah. I heard they battled a submarine with cars. How does that even work? What, what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? What the fuck is that? But did you see like the last few of them? Because I ha- I don't think I've seen them, seen any of them. I since, gave like, up Tokyo after Drift. the third one. Yeah. <laughs> Tokyo Drift. I haven't seen a, I have not seen a Fast and Furious movie since. I gave Tokyo up after Drift. that. The one which is so sad. God bless. Uh, rest his soul. Um, where he died. Paul. Uh, uh, Paul Walker. There you go. So yeah, that 
that to me was, is like one of those movies that are just horrible, horrible. But great production, production <laughs> level to the maximum. Yeah, exploding those, cars. Those, those are in the same line as like Transformers, Triple X, any movie. Probably with The Rock, you know, like Rampage, <laughs> which I love The Rock, but it's like, it's a lot of those like big blockbuster over the top explosions, girls, you know, drinking, partying. With with, with uh, Venom, I, I really enjoyed it. I liked Venom. I enjoyed it. It kept me like cool. Like, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which is what a movie should do. You know, it's like, yeah, it was good. You know what I mean? I thought it was, there was a lot of parts where I laughed out loud because it was so ridiculous. <laughs> Specifically, there's a scene where he, he's on his motorcycle uh, Eddie Brock, Tom Hardy's character, he gets hit by a car. He rolls off his motorcycle, and his legs are mangled. They're broken. And the power of Venom fixes in his entire body. He swims onto the shore, in, like to the San Francisco Bay, Fire. lands on a buoy, and his first line is, Oh my God, my legs, they were broken. and And now... They're not broken. <laughs> Someone wrote that into the script. Oh god! Like you could have said anything, anything. You said. That's oh what I'm my talking god. about. Some parts are just so cheap. You're just like, why would they do this? So, what's the last movie you saw recently? Whether it's in theaters, on Netflix, that you were like, okay, cool, this is a good movie. A movie you can promote right now. Guardian of the Galaxy. Oh, I love that movie. That's a great answer. <laughs> that is a great answer. I love Isn't that a great movie. movie? It's you fun. I love it, bro. It's fun. It's a good movie. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Guardian of the Galaxy, the one where his father is a god. Or yeah, whatever. you like that one? That one's amazing. That was Guardian uh, of the Galaxy, yeah. man. Yeah, Kurt Russell. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty I good. Totally makes up my he movies, plays I'm Ego, sorry. the Living Planet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love, yeah, I love that. I love movie, those bro. movies. I wish I could be casted in yeah, one yeah. of those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you'd be perfect for that. Like, that's my. Ultimate you, you know what? I see you as like a guy. You look exactly the way you are, but you have two more arms. For some reason, <laughs> you have like your arms and then two more arms. Yo, and that would be your specialty. You're just like, you could just like shoot different dude, guns and like swords and shit. Tell me how one time I was on LSD and I saw myself turn into the blue person that had like multiple arms. Oh, Siddhartha. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Arms yeah. and stuff. You're on LSD and you I turned was, into I that turned person. I turned into that person in the mirror. I saw myself as that and every emotion, human emotion was displayed in front of me. My face was like multiple faces left and right. So like my normal face was front and my Every emotion was going around my head. So sad would be a little left. Uh, happy would be a little left after that. And sad and just continuing on forever. All emotions. And I grew out like three different arms. And I was juggling these fears. And then I became in this super golden room with geometric shapes. Oh my so, God. Yeah, I could be that guy, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is the audition room. Okay, cool. So you saw yourself as the character on LSD. Can you still go over the sides? Nah, man. I'm the guy. I'm the him. Uh, all right, cool, man. So I think we talked about music a lot because you know you are a musician, and we talked about your your whole experience and your whole uh, what you do as an artist, as you know what you work as. But if there are other artists or other albums or any sort of music that you're inspired from that you want to discuss that you can you can tell people, you know. If you ever want to start listening to this musician or start listening to this artist, this is who you should look up. J. Cole. Okay, or yeah. J. I love J. Cole. Yeah, J. for sure. J. Cole, like he's on that. Specific album, maybe? Nah, man. I got some sad, All of them? I got sad news for you, bro. I don't know specific information. Oh, that's about okay. People, like, when no it one comes, does. Everything's on Spotify now. No so one, bad. No one goes to the store and buys a CD it's anymore. So bad. Everything's so online. You just press play. You, put, you, you press the shuffle button. And you drive to work. That's it. It's so sad. That's it. But yeah. that, no, that's not. It's okay. I, for one, like to look at like, wow, this is a good song. Let me look at the name of the song. I mean, that's all right. You don't. You don't. You're not required to remember everything. But the truth is, is that I, I am not a, um, I'm not a true fan when it comes to anything. Like I'm so within myself and what I feel like I need to get done that I don't attach myself to other like i'm like oh my god this person i need to have like every album every I, there's no one that i'm like following them at that level yeah i think i would say i'm the same way it's like i like these i'm a people. floater fan that's what it is a florida fan a uh, no no floater like, oh floater i float between people and i like this person for that time if i'm feeling this way i'll listen to that person 
but diehard fan, I'm not. Really? I would I'm say not. I'm like that, too. I mean, like, I do have certain bands or certain, like, directors or certain artists. I used to be when I was a kid, though. Oh, well, of course, because it's like, that's who, that's what raised us, you know what I mean? Like, you were raised on certain artists, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you did what they did. That's what an influencer is, you know what I mean? You know, like you look at someone on social media who has like a billion followers. You want to wear what they're wearing, do what they're doing, because that's what it is. You know what I mean? They influence people to do stuff. I'm not like that either. If I like something, I like it. This is good. But I'll I'll go on to the next thing because there's so many options out there. And I feel like that... There's no no need to be obsessed with something when the whole world has so much to give. You know what I mean? Just take it all in. And that makes the difference between trendsetters and followers. Mm -hmm. I'm just not a follower. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I try to set the trend. I try to make myself different. That's why I was Mm -hmm. 16 years old, white, complex skin Mm -hmm. with dreadlocks. Mm -hmm. No no one had dreadlocks with the way that I had it. Mm -hmm. Maybe some Rastafarian guy did. Yeah, you definitely look like a character out of Guardians of the Galaxy. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Yes, tell me that. So J. Cole, who else would you say? J. Cole, uh, let me think of another one. What, what is this guy's name? You see, I don't even know his name, but he's so cool, man. You want to look it up? Uh, I'm going to text a friend. We're going to text a friend, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, yeah, I'm going to call him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring him in. Yo, Fifi. What it do, bro? I got a question for you. What up? What's the name of that artist that... You're always playing. That's super cool. He has like this hip hop vibe, but R and B. He does multiple different types of genres. Uh, he, he sing, he's singing, but he's not. He's a melodic. F K J. F K J. What? Nah, that's, <laughs> that's not him, bro. I think you called the wrong person. No, the guy who sings that song that reminds you of your ex-girlfriend because of what you guys went through, the whole, like, she's not for oh, you. No, not Mac Miller. <laughs> not Mac Miller. Mac Miller, too. Shout out to Mac Miller. He's a beast. How many more people are going to go through? The, he's another guy, man. He's the one that has you, like, you play the song, and the girl that you were with before coming to California, you're, it reminds me of, of her. Russ, Russ, there you go, Russ, Russ. Yeah, I can tell why it was hard to find. Russ, that's a very specific name. All right, yo, Philo, love you, bro. Thanks, Philo. All right, right. take care, man. You too, man. Russ, I like how genuine he was towards me, but he doesn't even know who I am. (laughs) Love, man. That guy has a lot of love in his heart. That's cool, man. That's awesome. Yeah, Yeah, he seems like a sweet guy. Yeah, he's really cool, man. So check out Russ. Russ J. Cole, super Russ. Fucking awesome. That's good, man. What type of music? Would they, I, mean, I know J. Cole. I know he's a hip hop artist. Hip hop. He's great. I love him a lot. He's got a lot of good, uh, a lot of good stories in his music. You know what I mean? He tells, he pretty much tells a story. He tells what's up. And he's, he's doing things that other artists are not. He's not talking about cars. He's not talking he about... He hits points that are necessary for music and for people to be inspired with. You yeah. Know? That's the power of music. And yeah. It, like, really enlightening people. Like, yo, yeah, yeah. wake the fuck I up. I think music is a good way to teach people, too. You know what I mean? 100%. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, Bob you gotta, Marley, bro. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Bob Marley's a perfect example. Bob Marley, yeah. bro. Super revolutionary. I think music needs to... Music is the key to set an example for the world. You know what I mean? You know, or for, for, for just anyone's life in general. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. 100%. So yeah. Russ is definitely one of them. Which he, is why everyone needs to keep listening to Cardi B because she's yeah. an example <laughs> for everyone. I'm just kidding. I love Cardi. Go ahead. But yeah, uh, Russ. Yeah, Russ, he's real cool, man. He has this like R&B flow sometimes. He has more of a rap flow sometimes. Mm-hmm. He's very versatile. He's I actually like, haven't heard of him, so I'll check him out for versatile sure. Versatile artist. Very, very cool. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. funny he said Mac Miller because Mac Miller, Russ is so... I feel like he was at his peak mm-hmm. before he passed. And mm-hmm. his music... My God, yeah. the last music that he made will live on. For yeah, no, it's it's unfortunate. I talked about this in my last podcast that a lot of artists that inspire us, you know, to such a degree, uh, we've lost. You know, a lot of great artists we've lost. And I, I told, I said this last time in our in our podcast. You know, for any artists who are out there, especially the ones who are listening, we are a family, and we need to stick to we need to stick together. You know, I think we should all, you know, look to each other to inspire. 
each other and to, to to really work with each other to be you know our best selves and if we're ever struggling with the art if we're ever struggling with these we, these things are going through ahead you know reach out to people reach out reach to your out. friends yeah. yeah that's a perfect example yeah, yeah. the 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 Otra Mujer song yeah, that's yeah. coming out Valentine's mm-hmm. would never come to be if it wasn't for me mm-hmm. bringing in all these people who I love with all my heart who are super talented it would have never exist mm-hmm. it would have never came to be bro mm-hmm. yeah I know it's hard guys I know it's totally hard but you know we're our us artists are a family and so we're all here for you for anyone who's listening reach out reach out reach out to your friends people who are trying to do the same thing yeah, yeah. they're only gonna we make- all have the same thoughts the same feelings we get it you know what i mean definitely the way i yeah, like yeah. to think it is a tripod is only a tripod because of three you got three it's structures. You, it's you and two other great people. You know what I mean? It could be three. It could be four. It's you with other great people who are going to lift tripod. that pride. <laughs> it's going to lift it to the next level that will never exist. If you look at great companies or very successful things, it's not one guy. It's a whole collective of people who put their thought process of a marketing plan, a business structure, mm-hmm. and it's them working together that make that product, that brand, whatever it is, successful. And I think Same that's thing really with the art. Yeah, I think Same that's thing. really hard for me, or I, I think that's really hard for artists in general too, because they a lot of artists are kind of very to themselves. You know what I mean? They're, Absolutely. They're right. they're really accustomed to working on their own, yeah. and only feeling like I only I, I yeah I I only understand my art. I know what I'm doing, but you have like you have to open up your heart and you have to open up what you love to do to other people and you have to let them also, you know, incorporate what they love to do within your realm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, you have to let the right people in. That's exactly, that's what I wanted to say. It only could happen that way when you have the true connection, because you could have someone tell Mm -hmm. you something about your art that you're not connecting with. And all of a sudden you're going to feel offended. It's a thin line to walk, but once you cross it, man, if you have that family with you, you're good. (laughs) You're set, bro. All the successful artists, they have a solid team behind them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let people in, you know, let, don't be afraid to express yourself and don't be afraid to share your art because a lot of times people are, you know, a skeptic about it. But at the same time, being an artist is extremely (laughs) difficult. It's difficult, yeah. Being in this era. But don't let that hold you back. Be open to reaching out to people who will benefit the end product, because eventually your art is a product. If you're an artist, you have to be a businessman. How can you have the best product? And sometimes having the best product requires for other people to be involved because there are certain things that you might not be able to do the best that someone else can. For instance, when I do my Spanish music, I struggle sometimes having really cool English parts. Philo is an amazing, amazing, amazing songwriter. I bring Philo in and he writes something and we vibe together and he might be shy and whatever, but I bring him to his comfort zone to give me what I want. And he delivers this amazing verse that I could never write. Then I go ahead and sing it in melody form. So he'll just put the flow with no melody Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I would literally put tone and harmonies into that flow. And boom, that song is now that much better because mm-hmm. I was able to open up my creative process with another individual. Everyone has a special ability. Absolutely. And you have to be able to believe that your ability is going to co- contribute to the rest of the artistic sort of you said it. world yeah. that we have. And so no matter what, if you think it's not good enough, I bet you 100% it is good enough. You just have to let it flow. Let it let it exactly, be. Exactly, bro. There it is. Exactly. There it is. There exactly. It is. So even like best movies, it's not one guy, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at the score. It's a crew. Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah. You look at the, the yeah, credits yeah, yeah. at the end, how many people work yeah, yeah. together. For and sure. The only way that movie was possible was for all those individuals yeah, working yeah. extremely hard yeah, for yeah. years, two years, whatever long it took. And that's what made that movie great. Guys, less hate, more love. We're all a family here. Let's work together. Let's go. All right, man, really quick. Any books you want to recommend? Anything you've read lately or you've read in your okay, past I'm that you really, love? I'm really, really weird with books. Oh, uh, as we all are. <laughs> like, I I like reading like spiritual books. Like, so, Dude, that's what we're all reading right now. So what I recommend everyone to read is the book of Ami 
child of the stars. Okay, I thought you were going to say the giving tree. All right, that's that's, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Ami, the book the, of Ami. Chi- child of stars? Child of the stars. I've never heard it. What is it about? The book of Ami, child of the stars. It's about a child who was abducted by an alien. Mm-hmm. And the alien gave him this opportunity to travel within the universe and the stars to write this book. And the writer wrote the book on someone who told him how to write it because he didn't know how to write at the time. Oh. And his name is Enrique something. Enrique something. So it's written as a uh, nonfiction. No, in the beginning, he says that he has to say that it's a fiction story mm-hmm. meant for children so that way there's not like a... Uh, Riot. <laughs> for someone coming after him at his front door. Yo, you're going to jail right now. You oh, know, like, I see, I see. You know, like it, that's the whole beginning of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's explained as an experience that this kid goes through. And a lot of the things that are said in the book are on what we call today conspiracy theories, like sure. giant humans, which I like realistic. If you search up, there's been bones, femur bones of human bones that are seven feet, just the femur of a human bone. There's skulls that are found that are... Are they alien or are they human? Human skulls that are found that are the size of our torso. Like a like a Prometheus type of situation? Like a, a 10-foot-tall human being. And their skulls are three times as great as ours. And where were these gods? Our th- their thumbs are the, the size of our... There's been a thumb that's been mummified the size of our forearm that's been found. And documented, but these are How all. We haven't heard of this conspiracies that we withhold <laughs> from the news. Sure, know? sure. So uh, this book talks about these giant beings, how they used to inhabit the earth, and there was a time where the giant beings became so corrupt that there was so much suffering. So what God did was wiped out all suffering and everyone who was living on the earth, but all those that were righteous were saved and taken to another planet. That same story is also in the book of Enoch. The book of Enoch... Mm, Is this in the Bible? The book of Enoch is not in the Bible. The book of of Enoch is a lost scripture that was taken out of the Bible because of how descriptive it was about extraterrestrial life. And it was found later on and published as a book. And the book of Enoch talks about Enoch's experience because in the Bible, Enoch is Noah's great-grandfather. And Noah, you know, everybody knows Noah's Ark. Mm-hmm. Uh, his great grandfather Enoch in the Bible, he disappears in a huge section. Like he's here in the beginning, he's taken by God, and he never dies. Mm-hmm. That's all we know from the Bible. Mm-hmm. Then years go by, three hundred and sixty-five years, and Enoch is all of a sudden back on Earth. There's no story behind what happened to Enoch in those three hundred and sixty-five years. The book of Enoch is his experience, his writing on a scripture that was found. And it explains what happened to him. And he talks about what happens to him. And, he, and they talk about this in the Ami book? It, well, no, it's, it's very similar because in the book of Enoch, oh. he talks about how the end of times, due to corruption of mankind, all those that are righteous will be saved and everyone will burn in inferno like the apocalypse like the apocalypse and in that time the extraterrestrial beings will come down and save all those that are righteous we don't know what that means in my interpretation it's exactly what's told in the book of omni so what did you get out of this book you said it's a spiritual book what did you receive from affirmation okay affirmation everything that i really felt connected to it it's just an affirmation story and i would read this book and i'll be like wow I f- i've had these feelings within me for such a long time i can't believe someone else is writing these feelings also do you think we have like we have a, a, some sort of connection to our ancestors that are like an alien species for sure yeah 100 percent. how were the pyramids made they, <laughs> yeah. they, they, there's what, no explanation. what's the purpose to all of this why are so we here why the explanation <laughs> yeah that is uh commercial history is that slaves pulled up these 3,000 ton bricks up this slope uh-huh. to stack the pyramid. Uh-huh. Dude, if we get 5,000 people right now to pull a fucking three ton yeah, brick yeah. up something, yeah. you're never going to do it. 
You're yeah. never going to do it. There's, there's certain... Well, what do we get in reward? Do we get anything <laughs> from it? Is there a party at the end? Are we going to do a raffle? What's the point of all this? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Dude, there, that's just one. There, another good example is there are carvings that are in rocks that mm-hmm. date to millions of years old that are so precise that only laser cut technology of today could simulate that cut. How do you explain that with something that's dated millions of years before Christ? Hmm. I didn't know that. So you said you got affirmation from it. Do you affirmation, mean, yeah. Do you mean that... You feel a little bit more grounded. More you... grounded, yeah. Okay. For sure. Really? I felt, That's interesting. I felt more grounded. I felt like my beliefs are not just these psycho crazy beliefs. That's a, Well, that's the beautiful thing about a book. I like to read a book and, be, and, and understand. I like to read a book and see that the author is writing things that I, only I've ever thought about. You know what I mean? It's, it's almost like a... It almost makes you feel better. It almost makes you feel yeah. like I'm okay. You know yeah, what I mean? That's like exactly it's, I'm it. not crazy. These people are talking about it. They're discussing it. They're discussing it with other people who are talking about it. Oh, I'm so reassured now that it's just it's okay to feel this way. It's okay to think yeah. this way. I get it. It's okay. Cool, 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 cool. What's the book called again? The Book of Ami. And you know, children of the stars. And there's a and the thing is that with with stories like this, a lot of people, you know, like you said, when it comes to religion or politics, they're very skeptic. So they say no, 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 yeah, yeah. no, 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 because they're, they're scared. You and, know, they're scared of what 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 this all really is. You yeah. know what I mean? But I think I think we come to a time in our in you know our lives where let's we're open for possibilities. We're open for new or for new information, you know? There's more than just this. There's more there's other stuff out there. Absolutely, bro. Let's learn about it. Absolutely, bro. But Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we need to get that far. Uh, that's a money scheme. Yeah. Money All right, scheme. man. So we're coming to the end right now. Um Wait, before we get to the end, there's sure, one sure. more book. Oh, yeah, yeah, one more book. Go ahead. There's Let's, one more one, book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this book is based on history now. And it is The Giving Tree. The Giving right, Tree. Go, go ahead. So what's the the book about? It's a book about history? Fabrato, the Magician. Fabrato, bro. Fabrato the Magician? Yeah, bro. This sounds like a DC movie coming out next Fibrato year. Fabrato the Magician. This is the most amazing book ever. How did you hear about this? Talking to someone saying, hey, my name is Enoch. Is oh, this... Do you know what Enochian magic is? Enochian magic? What? You never heard of Enochian language and your name is Enoch? No, what is that? And your your name goes on for miles. Yeah, dude. it's crazy. Your name is it goes into a web of discovery. Yeah, it's insane. it's insane, bro. So this guy's telling me things I've never heard about, and I'm like, what is Enochian magic? Enochian language? What is it? It is the language that Enoch spoke in the Bible. Enoch, the character, he would perform magic. He would literally be able to make things levitate. He would be able to control your emotions. He would be able to perform magic with the words. So this was the f- world's first mutant, then basically yeah. <laughs> yeah basically he had an extreme extreme importance in the bible mm-hmm. and and it, enochian magic enochian language was the language that he spoke that allowed him to make mystical magic happen through the works of god it's a crazy deep book it's not meant for everyone you have to really go into it with an open mind for sure so anyone who hasn't listening we've been talking about jk rowling's harry potter and the sorcerer's stone it's very far-fetched <laughs> <laughs> and hard to believe. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah those that's are the books not, I like to read about. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. What brings me to these books is just, like, my name. It has so much so much for me, mm-hmm. so much, like, uh, meaning. And I'm, I hear someone speaking their passion towards, yo, you need to read this book. So I'm like, I read it, and I only read books that are going to either give me knowledge or mm-hmm. spiritual enlightenment. What do you think about the flat earth theory? Oh, God. <laughs> the flat earth theory. I really think that that is one thing to make all the other theories kind of like a theory. Yeah. Like, that, is, that is a theory. That, that's like saying, you know, eggs don't come from chickens. They actually come from <laughs> trees. You know, it's like, oh, great. Now you made my whole theory about aliens a whole joke now. Exactly, no. bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a theory to fuck up all theories. Exactly. Yeah, for right. sure. That's a great way to put it. That's what I feel about that shit. But you know what? 
We talked about the giving tree. That's all that matters. <laughs> um, so I like to ask the guests at the end of the podcast, simple question. What is your ideal, your dream breakfast? Okay. My breakfast every day, just so you know, is a vegan protein shake. Yeah, that's me too. What what what's <laughs> what what's the brand? Vega. Oh really? Vega, Vega protein. One? Yeah, Vega, one? Vega Sport Matcha. Uh Matcha you cal- should try caffeine. Garden of Life. Garden Have you tried of it? Life. No, I haven't. Yes, it. I did Vega One for 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 the longest time. The sport. The, the sport. sport. Yeah, no, no. Trust me, I did it for the longest time, and I and I liked it, but then I tried Garden of Life Sport. It sounds super epic. So much better. Gotta try that one out. They're vegan. Uh, sport protein. They even have a raw protein, and it's oh, what? the best. Fire. Yeah, I'll show it to you. I actually have it. It is so good. Fire. The quality is good. The taste is great, and I actually prefer it over Vega One, and it's really good. And I'm also like a like I drink protein shakes for breakfast as well. Yeah. As you can tell, I'm a huge body lifter, <laughs> but I I enjoy a protein shake for breakfast. And yeah, that's that's, that's that, yeah that's my favorite. Yeah, yeah, starter. that would be yeah with green tea matcha so it's like caffeine caffeinated i'm up i don't yeah, really yeah, drink yeah, coffee yeah. i'm not a big fan of matcha but i love tea. the protein shake it's great oh really yeah hmm. matcha green tea powder put in your protein shake hmm. you don't taste it it's just another earthy uh nice yeah taste. yeah and it's just like boom coffee yeah yeah, it's yeah. Like real strong yeah that's the first that's the first protein shake i've got on this show usually it's like pancakes <laughs> and, and that's your dream breakfast too i'm saying like if you can eat okay anything. so my dream like that's just my regular breakfast my yeah, dream yeah. breakfast oh god what's like your favorite all time maybe even like a childhood nostalgia memory of like a breakfast what would it be like something Damn. your mom it's used to every make. everything as my childhood has been uh like i feel like it's been a lie so i can't give you that answer. <laughs> oh my gosh ladies and gentlemen <laughs> you heard it here first christopher columbus he was a great no he was a rapist <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. was a fucking mass murderer well, we're not talking about history we're talking Anyways, about what cereal did you well, eat when same, you were a kid same thing like i was eating like this bacon and sausages and eggs high cholesterol yeah, yeah. blood pressure off the so, so, so so you would for for you breakfast isn't like it's not like a showstopper it's like i wake up i have my protein shake but it doesn't matter i just need that and i'm out of the door i go i move yeah. you so you're a guy you're on your feet you move a lot yeah so you don't have time to order eggs and toast and bacon and all that mm, no nah. but you're, if I you're, did. you're you're give me my protein shake a little bit of matcha tea Maybe a side of espresso if you drink coffee yeah. and you're out. You're yeah. out the door. Yeah. There you that's go. It. That's you, man. That's it. That is bro. it. That's that's my that is it. That's a, I love that. Alright, man. So we're at the end right now. Uh what where can we where can we find you? Go ahead and promote yourself right, on so social media. L El Inokian. E L E N O C I A N. That's Instagram? That's everything. Okay, cool. So we'll find your music. We'll El find Inokian. your art. All that stuff up there. Yeah. Alright, man. Thank, well, thank you, you so much thank for you for having here, me, bro. Yeah, yeah, I love this you, is, man. This is, this is the first time we see each other. It's crazy, this is awesome, dude. Yeah, bro, I love I'm you so, so glad much, you're here, man. man. Love you, bro. All right, so uh, I'm trying to think of my sign off. <sighs> I've been try- I've been trying to do different things for a sign off. Last time I started a sentence and I had the the guest finish it. So cool. Before, before I do my sign off, guys, um, at the end of the podcast, I'm going to play one of Eno's songs. It's called Lo Pasamos Bien. There you go. And it's one of his singles that came out. First one. When did it come out? Uh, Which came out last year. <laughs> and uh, I hope you guys enjoy. So stay stay tuned for after the episode to listen to that song. And I uh, hope you guys enjoy. So here's our sign off. Thank you everyone for joining in to Conversations from a Room. Have a good night and... Drink the wine and feel fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nosotros lo pasamos bien Y cuando te lo doy tú vienes Como tú lo quieres yo te lo doy Como tu ex baby yo no lo soy Me avisas cuando tú lo quieres Salir y rumar con mi gente Y nosotros lo pasamos bien Estamos en otro nivel 
nivel nos quedamos Al cielo te llevo, nos vamos A donde no puede encontrarnos Un lugar que nosotros somos solo Te prometo memorias con tú y yo Momentos que no puedes olvidar de tu endosito Nosotros lo pasamos bien Y cuando te lo doy tú vienes Como tú lo quieres yo te lo doy como tu ex, baby, yo no lo soy Me avisas cuando tú lo quieres Salir y rumbar con mi gente Y nosotros lo pasamos bien Estamos en otro nivel Tú lo sabes bien que estamos en otro nivel sí. A donde siempre estamos comiendo muy bien La vida de nosotros no lo Nosotros lo pasamos bien Y cuando te lo doy tú vienes Como tú lo quieres yo te lo doy Como tu ex baby yo no lo soy Me avisas cuando tú lo quieres Salir y rumar con mi gente Y nosotros lo pasamos bien Estamos en otro nivel que no sabe